Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Where? Back to work. Back to work. I have got a serious case of the Mondays. I'd rather be anywhere than here. Hashtag grr Mondays. Oh, come on now. Let's try and keep a positive perspective on all this, okay? Okay, sure. I'm positive. I don't want to be here. Touche. Okay, then. Let the freak show begin. Showtime. Oh, I love that music. Some days when we get the show going, I just like to hear a little bit more of it. Rob Wayne, of course, the uh, composer, the uh, main title theme from the John Adams miniseries that we use as our opening theme each hour. Hello, fellow patriots, liberty lovers everywhere. Great to have you along. It is Monday, but it is an absolutely gorgeous day here in uh, the upstate of South Carolina. A little touch of autumn in the air as we had over the weekend. Great to have you along as we get rolling today. And as always, your input is invited, encouraged, and welcomed. Here is how you join me and be a part of the conversation today. All you need to do is call me. Use the Ingalls Advantage talk line number 800-347-1063. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line number 71307. And as always, my email address, Bob at 1063WORD.com. So, <clears throat> gird your loins. We are about to go to, is, is there anything above DEFCON 1? I guess not. Uh, but that is, uh, that is where we're heading as uh, the uh, passing away of Supreme Court Justice uh, Ginsburg uh, over, the, uh, over the weekend has now really thrown a monkey wrench into the electoral works, and I think my belief is to the benefit of the president. Meantime, the Democrats are running around, uh, as a friend of mine used to say, like a chicken with its legs cut off. (laughs) She has plenty of arrows in her quiver, she warns us. Uh, Almost as many arrows in her quiver as she has Botox shots in her face which is, a, as Howard Cosell used to say, a veritable plethora. Pelosi, on ABC News this week, was asked whether she and House Democrats would move to impeach President Trump. <laughs> what a ridiculous assertion on its face. Would move to impeach President Trump in an effort to stop him 
from uh, naming a new Supreme Court justice before the election. Pelosi saying, we have our options. We have arrows in our quiver that I'm not about to discuss right now. But the fact is, we have a big challenge in our country. This president has threatened to not even accept the results of the election. Well, did Hillary ever uh, concede? Did uh, John Podesta, her campaign manager, ever concede in 2016? So Pelosi says nothing is off the table. So by that, do they mean uh, shooting up GOP baseball practices? By saying nothing is off the table, do they mean encouraging their supporters to uh, burn down American cities? Uh, Do they mean staging coups against a duly elected president? By saying nothing is off the table, does Pelosi mean more FBI, DOJ perjury collusion traps? Is she referring to leaking more classified information? Is she uh, suggesting mailing ricin to the White House? Oh, wait a minute. I'm just handed this note. Law enforcement officials reportedly informed the disassociated press on Sunday of an arrest related to the ricin poison sent to the White House. An as yet unidentified woman was arrested at the Canadian border on Sunday, three law enforcement officials told the DAP. The woman is suspected to be the sender of a letter intercepted on its way to the White House containing the deadly poison ricin. The letter was addressed to President Donald Trump. Uh, is that one of the arrows in the Pelosi's quiver? And uh, why are they why are they getting their uh, their panties all in a wad when uh, we already know what the uh, Democrat presidential nominee thinks about this? He said so on multiple occasions. Can we can we roll the audio tape? of uh, Dementia Joe talking about the possibility of the President of the United States naming a new justice to the Supreme Court before an election. Whenever there is a vacancy in one of the courts created by the Constitution itself, the Supreme Court of the United States, the President shall, not may, the President shall, appoint someone to fill the vacancy with the advice and consent of the United States Senate. Uh-oh. And deciding in advance simply to turn your back before the president even names a nominee is not an option the Constitution leaves open. Oops. It's a plain abdication of the Senate's solemn constitutional duty. If the president consults and cooperates with the Senate, then his nominees may enjoy my support. I made it absolutely clear that I would go forward with the confirmation process as chairman, even a few months before presidential election. And my consistent understanding of the Constitution has been the Senate must do so as well, period. They have an obligation to do so. The American people deserve a fully staffed Supreme Court of Nine. 
The longer this high court vacancy remains unfilled, the more serious the problem will face. A problem confounded by turbulence, confusion, and uncertainty about our safety, our security, our liberty, our privacy, the future of our children and our grandchildren. We must not let justice be delayed or denied mm -hmm. as a matter of fundamental rights. Yeah. We must not let the rule of law collapse in our highest court because it's being denied its full complement of judges as a result of the Senate refusal to accept a presidential nominee. Obstructionism is dangerous and it is self-indulgent. So uh, Biden told one story then. That was, of course, uh, the waning days of the sainted uh, Barack Hussein Obama mm -mm -mm administration. And, uh, you know, they, they, he wanted uh, Merrick Garland named to the Supreme Court, and uh, McConnell uh, refused to do it, refused to, to hear it, saying, no, it was a wait till after the election. Now, with the shoe on the other foot, of course, Biden said, oh, this is a, uh, it's a threat to the Constitution, blah, blah, blah. Well, it's nothing of the sort. Justice Ginsburg herself is on record as saying, eh, you know, there's no, there's no timetable, there's no calendar that says you can't name a nominee to the Supreme Court and have them confirmed just because you're close to an election. Constitution doesn't say anything about that. But, of course, while the Democrats, Pelosi and Schumer and Biden and the rest, are busy claiming they are defending the Constitution, they are flying in the face of it. Biden, as you heard right there, actually quoted the language of the Constitution, the President of the United States shall. Not the President should. Not the President could. Not the President might, if he felt so inclined. The President shall. And this President certainly shall. Quarter after three here on the Bobby Mack Show. When we come back on the other side, uh, some uh, housekeeping to keep up with, a few things to tell you about. And you know that uh, this is going to be Daniel Craig's final, final outing as Bond, James Bond, 007. And the rumor mill is now grinding exceedingly fine about who the next Bond will be. We'll share that with you and all the rest of everything to talk about today when we come right back here on the Bobby Mack Show on a beautiful Autumn Monday on WORD.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. From the soundtrack of the very first Bond, James Bond film, Dr. No, with uh, still in the estimation of many, the uh, the real James Bond, Sean Connery, starring. Uh, Daniel Craig has already said, in fact, before he made uh, this last Bond movie, he said something to the effect of uh, he would rather... Uh, crawl naked over broken glass than do another Bond film. Uh, but, you know, money talks and uh, we know what walks. And so Daniel Craig has agreed to do one last 007 film entitled No Time to Die. Uh, I think it's it's been, wasn't it uh, delayed by uh, COVID, Money Penny, because Hollywood has been in such bad shape? Do you, do you remember what the original release date for that was? I do not, but I can do some research. Okay. It seems like it was supposed to be out maybe in uh, the spring of uh, 20, and and now it's uh, postponed to who knows when, uh, the way uh, movies are. In any event, uh, the Vulcan reporter, and I don't know uh, about the uh, veracity of these guys or not, the accuracy of their reporting, but they are now reporting today on the web that the next James Bond has been chosen. As you may recall, there's been a lot of speculation. Uh, would Bond be a woman? Uh, would Bond be a black guy? Would Bond be a black woman? Uh, apparently, uh, actor Tom Hardy has reportedly been chosen as the next man to play James Bond. Uh, the next in line to play the legendary spy. Uh, Hardy, you may be familiar with his work. He's done a ton of movies. Uh, you know, before they picked Daniel Craig, or uh, right after they had announced that Daniel Craig was going to be the next Bond, there was a big hullabaloo. Uh, a bunch of people saying, what, a blonde James Bond? Uh, you know, this is this is heresy. We can't have this. And then, of course, uh, well, they saw Daniel Craig's performance as Bond, and they said, oh, <clears throat> never mind. Uh, I happen to think Tom Hardy would be a great choice as the uh, next James Bond, because he has that, that element about him. I mean, he's a great actor, uh, but he also has that, I don't know what kind of dangerous feel about him. So we'll see if Tom Hardy turns out to be uh, the next James Bond or not, but that's what the Vulcan reporter is uh, reporting today. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Live long and prosper. As we go to the phones, uh, beginning here on Monday with uh, Marshall, who is in Greenville. Hi, Marshall, and welcome to the Bobby Mack Show. Well, thank you, Bobby Mack. I just wanted to talk about two things. One sure. is Pelosi. Right. We need to refer her to her as Nasty Pelosi. 
because because she has earned it. Yeah, she in has space. Been really nasty, and it was obviously how nasty she was during the State of the Union message in February. Yeah, tearing up the president's address, which may have been a crime, by the way. Yeah. And the other thing I wanted to say was um, uh, now that Trump has the opportunity to, to nominate another Supreme Court justice, what, why doesn't he tell some of the swing states, hey, look, this mail, mail and balloting needs to stop mm-hmm. because you guys plan to cheat through it, and it's easy, much easier to cheat through it. I know we discussed it on the WRD. And so I'll hold off if you stop all this mail-in balloting till after the election. But if you insist on still doing this with mail-in ballots, then I'm going to go ahead and uh, nominate another Supreme Court justice. Yeah, the only problem I see there, Marshall, is that you operate on the assumption that the other side would play fair. And, and you know, you know, with leadership like, as you said, Nasty Pelosi, these people never play fair. You know, look at look at what they did to Kavanaugh during the last nomination oh, yes. process, the right. last confirmation hearings. My God, that was unconscionable. You know, that was terrible. So if, if the so, other I mean, I mean it's it, just it, the thing to throw out because they're they're counting on the mail in balloting to oh, take sure. over. In other words, Trump would win initially, but then once all the mail in balloting balloting would be counted, then then uh, then uh, I mean Biden would be the president. Yeah, suddenly in a shocking development, when they when they yeah. managed to print enough mail in ballots to put him over the top. Uh, yeah, and, right, and it's, exactly. Yeah, and it, it's fascinating to me, Marshall, and probably to you too, I guess, the way they are trying to precondition us for this outcome oh, yeah. with all these stories in the lamestream media. Yeah, and Biden's not really going to be president anyway. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's we a, said it's already come out of the uh, potential vice president's mouth. Yeah, right. The Harris Biden administration. As long as he lasts. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and, and dementia, Joe. It won't be very long. No. Yeah. That, yeah, as, as I've said, he'd be lucky to make it to Valentine's Day. Right. So we'll see. Uh, thank you, Marshall. I appreciate the call. And it's an interesting thought. Uh, it, it would just be nice. You know, in an equitable world, if both sides would play fair, none of this None of these machinations, none of these, all these maneuvers and everything else, all this uh, strategery, as Limbaugh would say, none of this would be necessary. We just follow the rules and, and do it according to what the Constitution calls for, which, by the way, as Biden himself pointed out, and you heard him say, calls for the president. The, the president is required by the Constitution to fill a vacancy on the Supreme Court. And so now Pelosi and, and her idiots are going to try and impeach the president for doing something that's constitutional? That sounds like the upside-down world that they live in, for sure. 329 here on the Bobby Mack Show. Little Annie is ready to go with a news update. And I'm right back on the other side as we cruise along here in hour number one. And when we do come back, Biden gaffs again what he's best at. Be right back. 
Howdy. Welcome back. 335 now, 25 before 4. By the way, Congressman Jeff Duncan will be joining me on the show tomorrow. We'll talk about the upcoming announcement from the president of uh, who his Supreme Court nominee will be. He has it down now to a, uh, a list of five names. And the, uh, the, the process of vetting all these individuals will be able to go much more quickly because the president has had a, uh, a list of potential nominees for some time, and all of them have already been thoroughly reviewed and vetted. So that process would be substantially shortened. Um, and uh, uh, Congressman Duncan will be with me tomorrow in the, uh, in the 4 o'clock hour. I think he's going to be here about quarter to 5, and we'll be uh, sticking around through the news, and then we'll be with me on the other side of the uh, 5 o'clock follies as well. Meantime, the uh, Biden handlers are on tenterhooks. Uh, they are uh, going through another nervous breakdown alert uh, because uh, their candidate is speaking live in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. And you know what happens whenever they put Dementia Joe out there alive? Uh, they wait anxiously, nervously, on the verge of hysteria, wondering uh, what it is that creepy Uncle Joe, the hair sniffer, will say next. And they are right to be on the verge of nervous breakdowns because he does it all the time, including another gaffe on Sunday when uh, Biden said this. And perhaps, most cruelly of all, if Donald Trump has his way, the complications from COVID-19, which are well beyond what they should be. It's estimated that 200 million people have died, probably by the time I finish this talk. God! America has a population of somewhere in the range of, I don't know, 335, 338 million citizens and according to uh, dementia joe 200 million americans have died from the wuhan flu did you get that if donald trump has his way the complications from covid 19 which are well beyond what they should be this how can how can these people say this stuff with a straight face remember in january when President Trump stopped air travel, incoming people from China to cut down and severely reduce the possibility of their spreading more infection, Biden and Pelosi uh, called him a racist, said that he was prejudiced against Asians for cutting off the uh, air travel from China. And now he says, the uh, complications from it are well beyond what they should be. God help us if they'd been in charge. And Biden says it's estimated that 200 million people have died probably by the time I finish this talk. So according to uh, Creepy Joe, nearly two-thirds of the nation <laughs> would have perished from the disease by now. No wonder CDC is so insistent that we all wear masks and face shields and Fauci wants us to wear goggles. If Biden's verbal screw-up was accurate, 
Uh, the number of American casualties, of course, is closer to 200,000, which is bad. But it's substantially better than Biden's 200 million, and, and it's not as if this is the first time that Biden can't do third-grade math and, and makes these stupid remarks that make you just scratch your head and wonder, what the heck is this guy talking about he's delusional he's out of it and you know what i i don't know that it's so much uh age related that he has cognitive problems in thinking about this biden has always done this kind of stuff he's just dumb in addition to being an empty vessel which is why he's had to plagiarize throughout his entire career, plagiarize the entire speech of British politician Neil Kinnock, uh, and, and using Kinnock's words to supposedly describe his family as having been coal miners, and the repeated lie over and over again about he's the first in his family to ever go to college, which was again Mr. Kinnock's words. He's ripped off speeches from John F. Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, you name it. Uh, as recently as June, Biden claimed 120 million people had died as a result of COVID-19. He was doing a campaign stop in Pennsylvania. So you're wondering why his handlers have no fingernails left? Why they've chewed them down to the bone? Because every time Biden gets up in front of a microphone, he's liable to say something really stupid. And I'm beginning to come to the conclusion that it is because Biden himself is really stupid. Quote, People don't have a job. People don't know where to go. They don't know what to do. Now we have over 120 million dead from COVID. So we upped the number yesterday, I guess, because of the passage of time from June to late September. According to Biden, the death toll has gone from 120 million to 200 million. My God, how could anybody want to put this guy in the White House? And uh, there's been a lot of criticism of Biden over this, you know, wondering about his mental faculties. And, and I think rightly asking if he's even fit to serve as commander in chief. Uh, and I think the answer to that is pretty much self-explanatory. Nada. Meantime, elsewhere on the uh, political front, Protesters gathered outside the home of Senate Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Gramnesty, Rhino, South Carolina, this morning, in light of his apparent support for moving forward with nominating and confirming a new Supreme Court justice before November's election. By the way, the death of Ginsburg is a, in, in, in my estimation, a mortal blow to the campaign of Jamie Harrison. Because now I believe 
this this presents a golden opportunity. This is a golden ticket for Lindsey. He can go ahead and and vote for uh, the latest, the third Supreme Court nominee that uh, Donald Trump, the third appointment that, that President Trump will have to the court. Is that a gift from God or what? And in so doing, I think he can help to cement his, uh, in some quarters, thought to be faltering chances against Jamie Harrison. Not because of the great campaign Harrison is running. He's a liar. He's not even going to tell you he's a Democrat. He's a millionaire lobbyist. A guy who describes Nancy Pelosi as his mentor. Which should tell you everything you need to know about Jamie Harrison. But conversely, because so many Republicans have had it with Lindsey and his rhino actions. I'm going to bring Comey and Brennan and all these. I'm going to bring them to justice. And while he's talking, a senator from Wisconsin issues subpoenas for all this guy for his committee in Homeland Security. So way to go, Lindsey. But uh, Lindsey could help himself here. Now, he did say back during the Merrick Garland business that uh, he thinks uh, he thought at the time uh, we should wait until after the election. But now, in retrospect, and you got to give him, uh, I think, some credit for this. He's right when he says, given what happened in the confirmation process of Kavanaugh, I say go ahead and do it now. Forget about what I said before. That was before everything they did during the Kavanaugh confirmation process. And if they're going to play like that, then uh, Marcos of Queensbury rules are out the window. Uh, let's go ahead and give, 30, uh, give Trump a third Supreme Court justice. Uh, so there were demonstrators outside uh, Lindsay's home. He wasn't there, by the way, naturally. Uh, so they were shouting and blaring home horns and ringing bells. Capitol Hill police tried to keep them off the property. Whatever happened with disturbing the peace? Is that no longer a crime? Uh, Lindsay uh, issued a statement saying Senator Graham was not in Washington this morning during the protest and regrets the disturbance caused to his neighbors. Senator Graham has made it clear he supports President Trump's efforts to move forward with a Supreme Court nominee. Think that'll help him. A late September surprise to uh, help Lindsey. And if he does nothing else but, but help a Republican-controlled Senate put these uh, three conservative justices on the Supreme Court, uh, end of the day, that may have been enough. 13 before 4 o'clock here on the Bobby Mack Show. Take a quick break here, and then we'll be right back on the other side on Monday.
Welcome back. Gorgeous Monday afternoon here in the upstate and uh, the Bobby Mack show at uh, 8 before 4 o'clock as we go back to the phones on the Ingalls Advantage talk line 800-347-1063. Uh, Delany is along this afternoon in Simpsonville. Hi, Delany. How are you today? Hi, Bobby. I'm fine. How are you doing? Excellent. Doing fine and dandy. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Um, I was telling the guy who answered the phone, I don't know, I'm sorry, um, yeah, I, I was sitting there this afternoon, and, and I get a, a message on my phone, and it's a message to me about, you know, go to this website and get your um, voting emails, your vote ma- your voting mail sent to you, vote by, vote, vote by mail. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we, like, we are what? we are gonna we are gonna see all kinds of uh, uh, external sources that are promoting the use of mail-in ballots, and and some of yeah, them are are political parties, the Democrats and the yeah. Republicans, but others uh, are various PACs and uh, and what have you. Uh, and mm-hmm. and here in South Carolina this time around, everyone uh, without restriction is allowed to do a mail-in ballot, but mail-in ballots are uh. different than these uh, mass mail-in ballot mailings uh, oh, that have been discussed okay. so widely. Uh, because here in oh. South Carolina, the mail-in voting process is actually tracked uh, and is, uh, oh. is legitimate. But uh, in, places like, in places like California, Delaney, they'll yeah. just print up ballots willy-nilly. They, they yeah. mail them out to, uh, to everyone and their brother whether they yeah, are a registered read, voter or not. Yeah, I had read that one family got a mail-in vote for, you know, the mail-in voter for their animals. Yeah, yeah, like, there, was a, there was a guy in California, I think in San Diego, uh, that received yeah. a, a mail-in ballot for his cat. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I was like, and, and even worse, uh, the cat was dead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, and I was like, man, I tell you what, just anything these demon rats will do, you know. Yep. Let alone, yep. let alone Piglosi, you know. Yeah. But, well, they're, they they've told us, you know, by any means necessary. So I wouldn't be concerned about that one, Delany. Uh, you know, okay. unless you receive more okay. than one, you know. Okay. Uh, because okay. obviously, uh, unless you're a Democrat, you can't vote more than once. well you have a great day god bless you in jesus name thank you delany right back at you appreciate that very much in on the text line 71307 uh bobby i was going to do a write-in vote for u.s senator from south carolina yes throw my vote away if graham gets president trump's supreme court pick on the court i will hold my nose and vote for graham I think you are not alone in that. Uh, Bobby, uh, Joe has allayed my fears over the election with 200 million of us already dead. By the time November 4th comes around, we'll all be dead anyway. So not to worry. (laughs) Uh, Bobby, did Lindsay yell to the protesters, hey, you kids, get off my lawn? Uh, No report. Of that he wasn't there at the time though so i doubt it uh bobby weirdly enough you got that right i haven't voted for graham in 20 years but with the death of grins of ginsburg i i have to hold my nose and do it uh bobby the 200,000 deaths including car wrecks and gunshots yeah and motorcycle accidents 
The CDC said only 6% of the 200,000 are actual COVID-19 only deaths. So 12,000, which is less than H1N1. Bobby Biden's numbers of 200 million dead changing constantly, a lot like the senator in the original Manchurian candidate keeps changing the number of communists in the State Department. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Bobby, don't forget, though, Graham voted to confirm Obama's two justices. That's true. Does uh, do three rights for a conservative Supreme Court justices offset two wrongs? Uh, voters will have to decide that one, won't they? Hour number two of the Bobby Mack Show is on the way next here on Monday on WORD. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 